9-2. It's a very sensual, sensual and intimate evening here. Uh, it's 9.30 p.m. here on the East Coast, and uh, your, your, your very special host, Brian Wade, is coming to you live with his very good friend, Charles Turner. Charles, how are you this evening? Good. I've got my pants off. I'm ready to talk about video games. Perfect. Everyone knows that talking about video games with your pants off is the most sensual and intimate thing you can do. It's a requirement. I can't keep this up the whole episode. <laughs> it was really funny. I didn't know you were going to do that. And I know. That's already... I, didn't, I didn't tell you on purpose. <laughs> and I'd already planned to do my pants off joke. <laughs> and I couldn't back out. <laughs> that's good. good that's good. Well, good anyway, it's uh, it's September 8th. Uh, it is, it is in fact, 9.30 p.m. here on the East Coast. Uh, and it's just me and Charles. We're having a, we're having a good one tonight. Um, and... Uh, we're going to talk about the weather so that Charles doesn't get destroyed by the weather gods. Um, Charles, tell me about the weather in New Zealand. It's at that confusing time of year where the plants and the birds and the people are ready for spring and summer to come on, but winter has another story to tell mm-hmm. <laughs> and likes to trick us. One more snowfall? Uh, well, we don't get snow right here, but yes, up, um, it's very cold. It's been a, another wi- a wintry snap this week, um, mm-hmm. but that, that hasn't stopped me getting out and working on another stupid project. And I'm working on. <laughs> Checks a, out. Uh, I'm working on a bird aviary. <laughs> okay, okay. I'd like some birds. Um, just outside my back door. Um, few reasons. I like birds, and they seem cool. And my just got my dad back from the hospital. Um, he's been there for two months, mm-hmm. and I think it'll be nice for him to sit outside in a nice warm day. Hopefully, it comes soon, and enjoy the birds. Yeah, for sure. Hanging out, hanging out with the birds is always a good time. Mm. How about your weather? Uh, it has been raining for the past two days, so pretty good. Um, it's finally starting to cool off, hopefully. Um, <laughs> we are nearing mid-September, and it is still very hot. But for the past two days, it has been below 70 degrees Fahrenheit, which is a good thing. That sounds like a reasonable temperature. It is a reasonable temperature. I don't I don't know what that is in, in Celsius, but it's comfortable. Yeah, I think it's around the twenty-ish. It, it it is approaching hoodie weather, which is the best kind of weather. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes, twenty-one. Yeah, that, that's a good. That's a good temperature. Yeah. yeah so um, that's you know. It's yeah, good, it's good. I, I appreciate it because, uh, because uh, sci- because politicians in America don't believe in science. Um, nothing will ever be done to attempt to mitigate uh, climate change. <laughs> um, and so we, for the past few years here, have been having... Uh, we don't, we basically don't have a spring or a fall anymore. Uh, we just have summer and winter. Yep. And it just bounces between the two extremes. It's either extremely hot or extremely cold. <laughs> uh, just one day But, you know, like, so much for global warming, am I right? Like, it's... Look at all the snow on the ground. Yep. Yep. Things are changing. Um, well... Our government, um, after, have banned single-use plastic bags um, as an attempt to to help. But it, ironically, it's after all the major supermarket chains that already moved to do that in the first place. <laughs> so really, really, it just was to oh, look how good we are. But it was right. already in place. Society yeah, the, was already the fact that all the companies have already done that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, like oh. it's it, it it could be as bonkers as it is here in America, where. Uh, the state of California is banning plastic straws because apparently that's going to affect the amount of waste that gets put in the ocean. 
uh, and you know, not all of the oil companies that just are just dumped constantly dumping waste into the ocean. But you know, cool, whatever. We'll we'll it's, ban plastic straws and make a big deal about how like you can get arrested for using a plastic straw. It's Extremely a typical cool. thing. Yeah, blame blame the the consumer, but it, there is a lot more bigger things going on that would make a bigger difference. Um, yeah, isn't capitalism we sh- grand? We shouldn't get started because. <laughs> <laughs> It's it, it is pretty funny that Cassandra's not on this episode, and this is our most political episode yet. <laughs> yeah, it's just governments that all bad as each other. Yeah, the government totally sucks, man. Um, Cassandra, um, if you're listening, which I know you are because you're editing this episode, uh, put in <laughs> the government totally sucks by Tenacious D as the end song. Oh, that'd be sweet. Tenacious D, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, why don't we talk about some video games? Because we've been playing the same video game. We've got to talk uh, about the news, Brian. Don't get us about Cassandra's news corner. Right, fine, we'll talk about the news. I forgot <laughs> about the news. I forgot about the news because there's basically no important news this week. Um, but breaking news. It's Cassandra's news corner. Um, breaking news, hot off the press from like three weeks ago. <laughs> breaking news, hot off the press. Uh, Onimusha is coming out uh, in HD, and it's it's pretty cool. It is cool, and it's just going to show that year 2019 is the year of the samurai (laughs) and i couldn't be more happy (laughs) of course (laughs) Um, if neo 2 comes out next year if it's i don't know if it's been confirmed i'm not sure if they've really specified a release date but if that comes out next year too as well heck that's a lot of samurai (laughs) you'll just be in hong heaven yeah i'll be i'll be set uh there was also some uh there was supposed to be in uh nintendo direct uh this this week but uh due to some unfortunate events uh being a terrible earthquake in Hokkaido, uh, the direct got delayed. Um, but some of the news, I guess, leaked out anyway. Uh, some yep. of the things that they were going to talk about. Charles, why don't you tell me about those? Because you know more about them than I do. There isn't much to note, but Final Fantasy XV cutesy version, Pocket Edition is the official name, is mm-hmm. being released on the Nintendo Switch. And I think that's pretty cool for um, Nintendo exclusive gamers. So do you know exactly, like, is is it just the game, but with, like sd graphics or is it something else for us i can tell yes i think it's cut out some things because i just read that there are all 10 chapters and there are more than 10 chapters in the main or the original game so it's so like, it's like have, the uh, abridged version of final fantasy 10 <laughs> or 15 I, I believe so so that could be a good thing because there is some fluff in there sure um so uh, as far as I'm aware, it's the exact same story. Um, and some of the scenes that are on the trailers are one for one from the original game. Okay. It just in a cuter style. Right. I, just, I, just, just, it, it is kind of SD, right? Like, well, it's still, yeah, it's still, it's stylized graphics. It's still sure. high definition. I'd say it's still, Oh, uh, when it, I say SD, I mean, super deformed, like the Japanese. Uh, okay. Art style, not uh, I was not, saying not standard, standard definition. definition. <laughs> <laughs> These abbreviations are getting too confusing for I me. Know. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's my fault for being a weeb. Uh, <laughs> okay, now I'm on the same page. Yeah, yeah. So it's those um, chibi kind of style, uh, like almost like the Final Fantasy worlds. Yeah, look a little bit. So big heads, um, angular bodies. Uh, I don't mind it. I think it's cool if it's bringing it to more people then good and i actually like it as an argument on the side that graphics don't mean everything yeah i agree um 
because if it can tell the same story and people can enjoy it the same way, it I don't know. I kind of like the idea of it. Maybe we would have got Final Fantasy fifteen like eight years ago if they just did these graphics in the first place. <laughs> you care about the graphics so much. <laughs> and it's hard because Final Fantasy is always for me has always been the, 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 always at the forefront of graphic. Power oh yeah, in, like that, in that's games. like their thing, man. Like yeah, think think about like playing those games on the PS one and like just those cinematics just blowing your mind. As, oh, as Final Fantasy seven was amazing. Oh and, yeah, man. Even now, if I went to see nine, their cutscenes hold up to some cutscenes in, yeah. in games more recently. Like they're pretty good. Um, yeah. So anyway, I still think it's pretty cool that they're doing it. Um, and yeah, it goes to the Switch. Yeah, people seem if, to like that game, so it's uh, it's cool that more people will be able to play it. Yeah. And the other one that's been leaked is um, Civilization Six is now coming to is. is supposed to be coming to the switch again these yeah. are just more leaks not fishy fishy confirmed but it seems pretty likely at this point and that that is a good one like that is a good choice for a game to put out on the switch um actually i, like, I guess I... while we're talking about switch stuff um can we talk about a couple of recent releases on the switch yep uh games that, that recently came out uh one into the breach um the game by the makers of ftl that came out on pc earlier this year um Came out, just surprise, came out on the Switch uh, last week or so. And boy, that game is still great. Like, if you haven't played it yet because oh, you don't have cool. a PC, you should totally pick it up on the Switch. So it looks like an old retro game, but it's a modern game just stylized like Final Fantasy Tactics, or...? Uh, yeah, more or less. Um, have you have you seen anything about it? No, I don't know nothing about it. But okay, I so... saw the battle screens and I was intrigued because I really like Final Fantasy Tactics, and that's what it appears to look like. Yeah, it is it, it it is a tactics game, but it's almost it's almost more of a puzzle game than a lot of tactics games. Uh, insofar as you always see what the enemies are going to do, like it shows you what they're going to do, and you you have like your mechs have these different moves that you can do, like to uh, to influence those things. So like, you, the the goal of the game isn't to kill all the enemies on this on the screen necessarily uh, to win the round. It is to survive to the end of like it's like six turns or something like that. Uh, to survive the round. Um, and so, like, if you see, like, oh, this enemy is going to attack my building, you have, you ha like, if you have a mech, mech that can push it out of the way, push the enemy out of the way, you can push the enemy so that it will still attack forward, but it's not attacking anything anymore. It's just attacking thin air, right? Yep. Um, so it's it's more of, like, it's more of, like, okay. positioning and, like, almost, like, puzzling out, like, how do I... How do I get through this turn without taking any damage as opposed to just like, how do I kill the enemies as quickly as possible necessarily? So in that way, is there kind of one main way to solve these each level or is there still a little bit more freedom? There, there's definitely still freedom because like you, like when you first start the game, you have like your one set of mechs, but like throughout the game, you'll start unlocking like other mechs that have different abilities. Um, okay. and then like once, once you start doing that and you can mix and match, like it makes it, so it opens up like a lot of different possibilities for, for different setups and different ways to, uh, control situations. Nice story. Uh, or is it mainly just, is it just driven by the, the gameplay? It, it's more or less just driven by the gameplay. There's, uh, there's some like top level story about how like you're some, you're like a time traveler and you go into the time breach. That's why going into the breach is going into the time breach to like go back in time and stop these aliens from destroying your homeworld or whatever. Uh, but it doesn't matter. What matters is the gameplay is phenomenal. 
It was quite satisfying. And rounds take how long? Like, how? what's the kind of average time frame? Uh, 10 minutes, maybe. Um, but the thing okay. is, is that it takes 10 minutes at first, but then once you start getting really into the game and, like, getting really deep, like, one turn will take you, like, half an hour because you will just, like, be staring at the screen okay. and just, like, puzzling out, like every possible iteration that you can that you can make happen and trying to figure out what you should do. And the nice thing is is that none of the moves are final until you actually do them. So like you can like you can test them and see if it does what you want it to do and then and then reverse it back. Oh cool. So so, yeah. so it's 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 a lot of like just manipulating everything to see like what what how to make the Rube Goldberg machine do what you want it to do, right? Yeah, nice. Um, um, and it's when you said when you said it was going to take it's take ten minutes, I thought you were going to go down the path of saying that they speed up because you're getting better at the puzzling. But oh no, oh no, because you get deeper <laughs> into it, and it's like oh god, the, I see all the possibilities. Oh, it's interesting because I'm thinking it it feels a lot like chess, like it's, but it's showing you what the enemy are going to do instead of you imagining what they do. Yeah. Why has no one made a chess game that, well, there probably is now, I mentioned it out loud, that actually teaches you this way by showing, like, the next move? That's, you know, that's that's not a bad idea. If no one's done that, that's, uh, get on it, indie devs. We should do it and make billions yeah. of dollars. We wouldn't, Let's but do anyway. It. Chess is in the public domain, right? Uh, I'm sure it is. <laughs> um, and then another Switch game that came out, uh, actually, a couple days ago. Uh, one of one. It's a game that's near and dear to my heart. One of my favorite games ever. Uh, Gone Home came out on the Switch. Oh yeah, I saw that. I've um, never played it, so maybe I should. Yeah, if you've never played Gone Home, like please, you know, like whatever format that you need to play it in to to play it, like please play it. It's amazing. Steam users don't seem to like it. So well, seven out of well, <laughs> seven. Sorry, seven out of ten. Still a good score. I'm being that guy. But <laughs> uh, IGN at 9.5, pretty good. Yeah, it is, it's wonderful. Uh, Steam users don't like it because they're garbage. Um, hashtag gamer. Yeah, yeah, hashtag gamers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but in the bad way, not in the Chris Moser way. The Chris Moser way is the good kind of gamer. <laughs> Hardcore gamer. Yes. Uh, but yeah, anyway, those are the two Switch games that came out recently. Both of those cool. are also available on PC. And Gone Home, I believe, is also available on Xbox and PS4. So if you haven't played that video yep, game, it is. you should play that video I swear, game. I have a feeling I may have it, or I may have had it through Access through Cliff's account. <laughs> um, but I, can't, I don't think I've ever got around to playing it. I can't remember. Yeah. But I guess on Switch things, I buckled under peer pressure because um, Sandra is an enablist. She... She convinced me to get um, Hollow Knight. Ah, oh, yes, Hollow Knight. Yes. What a good video game that is. As mentioned, it was on sale, and for for the sale price, it's worth just having that on to have on the back burners. I actually yeah, have it. Was like I turned it on or something, wasn't it? Uh, eleven dollars New Zealand. Oh, okay, so close enough. I'm just gonna say, no, I'm, I'm I think I've mentioned this before. Switch to Nintendo do a great job of actually making fair prices between the the currencies. Like the, the Nintendo eShop prices are pretty fair, and you buy from them, you get coins back, which you can then use to buy, get discounts going forward. Yeah, the coins are pretty nice. That's a that's a thing that I appreciate. And if you buy them physically, you get the coins, but you get more coins for, for buying digitally. Um, yeah. And I think it's cool, because I'm a bit salty about it. I just bought Spider-Man. I'm foreshadowing what we're going to talk about soon. <laughs> and I 
it's not a two-player game, so I don't need it digitally, so me and Oda can play together. But if mm-hmm. we had it digitally, we could play at the same time. Yeah. It's $25 more to buy it digitally than it is to buy it at the store That's a here in New Zealand. It's, I think it's against human rights. Yeah, I agree. That's pretty ludicrous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, and I get, I get store discount at the, at the store I bought it for, so it's actually $30 um, cheaper to buy it at the store. Anyway, off topic. So yeah, I've got Hollow Knight now just to talk about the Switch even further. Excellent. Um, And I haven't played it yet. I turned it on to take a picture to tweet about it, and then (laughs) I haven't played it since, because I've got Octopath Travel. I need to hurry up and finally get around to getting further than the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, So yeah, let's. uh, since you you kind of foreshadowed it, why don't you tell me about this video (laughs) game, uh, Marvel's Spider-Man, as it uh, is apparently called. Is that the full name? Uh, yeah, it is apparently Marvel's Spider-Man. I keep seeing that in advertisements and stuff. It does that on the on the spine of the case. It does have Marvel next to it, but I thought that's just brand placement because they have to. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, Spider-Man's great. Yeah, it looks real good. Um, I love being a Spider-Man. It's it's always been he's always been one of my favorite heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to climb around. Th- the places like <laughs> spider-man quite regularly i have pictures of me st- braced in the corner of um the top of door frames you got sure. like an inch or so yeah. of a door frame between um, I, i'm st- I, i've used to stand above them <laughs> like spider-man <laughs> i went to a school ball dressed as spider-man <laughs> um i like me some spider-man uh, it's latex it does it for me <laughs> uh, um but yeah it's it's fun it i don't know i had things to say about it but now we're here to talk about it i just can't say it's cool like that's all i can think of sure um i'm not a big i've, I've said it before i'm not i kind of burn out at open world games but the city is so like it's we've had new york games done like how many times now like so many games have done new york mm-hmm this is pretty cool. I don't think I need to go to New York anymore. Like, this is <laughs> seems, good. Yeah, this seems pretty detailed. Like you could just walk around the streets and get the feel of New York. Okay. Like it seems pretty full on. Like the 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 different sections of New York. I don't know the names of them. Like they they change. Like the architecture change, and it feels like it really matches what I what I've seen of New York through movies and stuff. Um, yeah, it's really good, and the physics are good. The open world stuff I'm never a fan of, like collectibles, but they've done them reasonably well. Like, it's pretty funny. Um, like, their backpacks, you know, like all open world games have those collectibles. Whereas yeah. these are backpacks that Spider-Man's, like, left around the city in case of emergency. <laughs> okay. They have, like, secret spider suits and stuff in them? Yeah, like, and uh, yeah, and Odin keeps looking over and going, why the heck is there a New York snow globe in his backpack? Because, like, one of them was a New York snow globe. <laughs> I just like that it's not just a thing like it's not just a backpack you're actually and you're getting like little items inside there's a little bit more excitement to finding a new one i guess um the other open world rubbish that that is in it um done well is there's other collectibles like landmarks you got to take photos through your spider eyes your gadget eyes and i've i don't i don't take pretty photos with those i don't see the point i'm spider-man I do them in full motion. Sure. <laughs> it's my new favorite new favorite thing. I swing past the building. I fling myself as high into the air, go into camera mode, and as I'm falling, <laughs> take a picture. 
And so, so instead of climbing towers, you just like have to take photos from high up in the air, basically. Well, these are these. It, it's built into the game ish mechanics. Um, like he says, I, I need to kind of his fancy spider mask, you know, full of gadgets, and he needs to take pictures of landmarks to to help the, the augmented map kind of thing. Okay. Find uh, find references. So, so basically, so like, so that he can, uh, he can he can update his HUD in his mask. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's. Uh, I just like because you you have to get a picture of the specific landmark um, that's on the map, and so the you pull up the camera and it comes up with a little camera shutter thing, and you go into first person as you pull the trigger, and it, you know you can only successful and it pops green. There's a little message saying um, target not in frame, and then it will suddenly appear green and you take the picture and it's just the best thing to like fl- fling past at full speed take a picture and then keep swinging without hitting the ground um <laughs> and most of them are like a blurry as anything and some of them I, there's like a dude in the way or there's a tree in the way but it doesn't matter i, I successfully did it right counts. <laughs> and i just i think it's fun there is also towers that unlock like the actual basic map Hell and yeah. these are um the, towers. but at least i'm not yeah, at least I'm not climbing them slowly like I'm Spider Man. Yeah, I get up there quick. Um, yeah. So uh, speaking speaking of you being Spider Man, we've been talking about this game for like a good five minutes, and I just have one question for you, Charles. Okay, go. How's the swinging? I was getting. I was just about. To, I was just thinking that in my head, but I was telling you about the towers. The towers are okay. okay I'll talk about swinging. I'll come back to the towers. The swing is really good. It is. Is it like Spider Man too? I can't remember which one I used to play. Is that the good one or is that the bad that's one? That's a good one. That's a good one on PS2. It's pretty good. I remember playing remember one Jesse's where you could... Remember Jesse's Pizza song? Yes, that I remember episode. that. That was for Spider-Man That was very also. good. That was very good. Um, the swinging is good. I remember playing one Spider-Man game where he, you could just swing like permanently and it didn't even need to be yeah, a building you be above you. Was that Spider Man Two? Or was that no Spider Man Two? You had to be connected to the things. That's why. That's why people okay, think yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, this is the same. Like you can be on, like, say, I was on the Avengers um, building. Okay. And it's very tall, taller than anything nearby. You jump off. You keep falling, and falling, and you can't swing. <laughs> well, you could if you aim towards the building, but it's not going to grab until there is a point above your head of a building nearby. Yeah. Which is very, I think that's very good. Like okay. it's, it, it feels quite realistic. You can use, just like you see in the movies, you can use the angle of the building by going like angling and around the corner and so it like will whip around the building sling, super fast. Yeah. Slingshot you and yeah. around the corner. You do, I'd have got stuck a little bit, but it's quite fluid. And Somniac are very good with their, um, their kind of motion physics. They, they, they're the ones who did, um, Oh, um, what's that, that zombie one? Uh, that's them, isn't Sunset it? Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, that's it. I don't know if that's zombies or not, but it's that it's that Xbox game where you were like rollerblading or whatever. But that's them, isn't it? They yes. made it. Yep. I am. I am on the right page. Good. Yeah. Uh, hashtag gamer. Um, <laughs> true gamers. Uh, <laughs> hashtag true gamers. Welcome nice. to True Gamer Radio. <laughs> We've evolved. The, it would, their, their like motion was very good, very fluid. Yeah. It's the same with this. So even if you stuff up and you're, you're you're not being super slick, man, with your swinging, 
you'll head into a building and you just can start running up the building right like, without and without that, like breaking the, the sweat spider-man like not not swinging doesn't necessarily stop you because you just like run up the building or whatever or crawl up it yes um can you do that super and it feels amazing where you have two webs out and you like pull yourself upward and like launch yourself into the air that way um, I haven't come across, like, I can't slingshot myself. There is a, a times you do that to enemies, and you slingshot your feet into their face, okay. and you go, hello, hello face, yep. meet my feet. And it, it's awesome. Yeah, that's a, but that's a classic there Spider-Man is, move. Yes. Um, there is, you can, pulling the left trigger slows time a little bit, so you can then target, and hitting the right trigger will, you can aim to where you want to grip onto, okay. and it will shoot too. There's also, you can... Holding R2 will continue your swinging. And then you can use X to release to get, like, to kind of launch yourself up higher so you fall faster, further, so you gain speed to swing. The next swing is even faster. You know, use gravity to help you swing faster. Right. But in between, you can you can hit X and it will grip onto something nearby and launch you forward as well. So you can use that to traverse um, and change direction. It's pretty good. Like, it's... There are times I felt pretty unco, but most of the time you feel pretty cool. <laughs> In the most dorky, nerdy way possible. <laughs> My another favorite thing to do is go down like a, a street or an alleyway between two like really narrow built like real narrow street with two buildings either side, swinging like crazy, and then getting to a like a T in, a junction and launching myself over the building in front of me with a sweet spider swing. Like just getting that speed up and just launching over a building. It's phenomenal. It's just, it's never gets old. Like I've been swinging my way around New York, and it's just fun. I guess that, that's what makes the open world a bit more enjoyable because to, I can get across the city, and it's huge. This map is massive. Um, for it, yeah, it feel it's very large, but you can get across quite quickly because of the the way Spider Man traverses. Um, yeah, the. Back to the towers, they're, they're just um, little communication um, Oscorp surveillance towers, and so they pick up um, crimes. They help you pick up crimes. Okay, okay. So that's just um, like how so you, you unlock- get like, your like, random open world quests, basically? Um, that That's part of it. Also, uh, that does give you the basic map. Um, so it does unlock the map. Yeah, there's different steps to it. Okay. It's it's fun. The suits are pretty cool. Like I've already unlocked. I didn't get any pre-order. I didn't bother pre-ordering the game, so I got none of these fancy pre-order skins or suits unlocked. But Do I've already got access powers? to it. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's I like to hear that because I um. Do you want me? I've been doing what's my cool best though to like not buy this game right away. Uh, for multiple reasons. One is because I already have a video game that I'm gonna spend the next like. 200 hours of my life playing uh and two because i just bought a new car this week uh or last week so nice uh not trying trying not to spend too much money on video games um but noted fiend jeremy greer uh posted a screenshot on his twitter which i will link uh in the chat right now um if you if you'd like to look at that and that is that screenshot made me want to buy this game so bad (laughs) <laughs> that like it's like i keep looking at it and i'm like D- can i just should i just buy it should i should i just do it i don't want to be an enable list but it's pretty good uh yeah like um, and like scarlet spider spider is like my my shit man like that's what's up 
uh, yeah, the photography mode's pretty good. As I mentioned earlier, the photography you do as part of the, the gameplay, uh-huh. that's different than the actual camera, the camera mode. Yeah, because then there's like the photo mode that a lot of games have these days, right? Yes. And this one actually, you can actually change the depth of field. And it's not quite full camera settings, but it's not far off. Okay. Like you can uh, bouquet the background. Um, oh, people say it differently. You know what I mean? Like make the background fuzzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so you can bring in. So and I've I've been playing with that. Um, let's see, my if I can get one of my pictures. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool that that's there uh you can change lighting you can put um filters it's got all the instagram filters so you can like uh change all that stuff um what's really cool um yeah it's this there's actually like a whole like forums now already for for spider-man photography and they're, they're pretty good um like you can do some pretty cool stuff off off them um, I, I love how like thematic that is for spider-man too like you were playing a video game yeah. where you're playing as Peter Parker and you are photogra- photographing everything. That's pretty dope. It is. It, well, that's the thing. And he actually getting to more of the actual, the feel of the game, the, the humans actually very good. Like you'll, you start off and you're working with, firstly, the intro is very good. Like it, it gets straight into some pretty cool action, like instantly, like it doesn't start off with some like slow dialogue monologue or anything. It's straight into a mission. And then it slows down, and then okay, this is how you play the game, kind of thing. And I thought that was nicely done. You know, yeah. it wakes you up. We're here to play. Um, but the, you're working with like a cop lady called Yuri. Um, she's kind of your contact with the police, and she she's pretty, you know, cop, very cop like, very dry, very um, very basic. And Spider Man starts like um, pretending to be Spider Cop. <laughs> Okay. And does this like Grizzled Spider Cop, the best detective in town. <laughs> and she's just like, please stop. <laughs> and he just keeps like running this like this like story in his own head <laughs> as he's talking with her about how he's like the best de- detective and crime fighter in the city. Um and, and it's just it's just great. The humor's fantastic. It plays in with the photography, that's what made me think of it. Like he's like as you've taken like three or four landmarks or however many, he comments like, Oh, I forgot how much I enjoyed photography. I should I should do this more often. And it's just little touches like that. It brings the Peter Parker Spider-Man character to life. Yeah. Um, and it, there is just so much of that. You can actually walk up to people in the street and it'll put put up a prompt, and you can they'll high five you. Nice. Yeah. So I saw you like you can do the finger guns too, which is pretty good. Yeah. It's just lots of like cool things like that in the game that just makes it feel very vibrant and alive, and really really feels like Spider-Man. He's always been a goof. He's always been like one that's that's wanting to kind of have some fun, yeah, um, and enjoys being Spider Man. And they've done a really good job bringing that out because there are some dark sides to the Spider Man stories. But when it comes down to it, Spider Man likes to be Spider Man, right? Um, and, and and yeah, it's really cool. Um, I like it. It's a good game. Yeah. Um, oh, the suits. You asked about the suits. You can different abilities. Um, do you want me to explain a bit yeah, more absolutely. about that, or yeah, you want to? Um, what's really cool is the different suits have the base kind of core power, like um, much like most games these days. You build a meter, you can unleash a power. Each suit unlocks one specific to that suit, okay. But then you can attach it to any other suit. Oh, so if there's one specific you like, 
but you don't but you really like the look of one of the other ones you once you unlock it you can just chuck over that ability okay so it means you're not stuck to an ability that's crap if you like the suit right or stuck to an ability or stuck to a suit that you don't like because the ability is really good yes and i think that's a good touch that they did that um let me look cool video game creators yeah and there's some pretty cool ones there's like a rocket man looking one like they call it new spider-man yeah and you look like the rocket man you know the old like 50s 40s kind of yeah um, these are all these are all like real spider-man right like like I, I figured it was, but I thought it was, but I'm not very familiar with that one. Um, the one I was we, we unlocked last night, it's just like a red spider suit, like a pure red spider suit, yeah. except it has like a sleeveless hoodie over the top. Uh, that, <laughs> that's, that's blue. That, that's the one I just linked. Uh, that's Scarlet Spider. Yeah, uh, I think it's hilarious. Um, yeah. yeah Scar- Scarlet Spider is well. my favorite Spider-Man, so <laughs> what's ah, up? Nice, nice. Um, I used to be more versed with Spider-Man, but I've kind of lost touch. Um, yeah, it's it's good. I don't know. Do you have any other questions? Um, um, do you want to know any more? No, like, is the gameplay more or less just like open world, like run around and do little quests, and then occasionally you do bigger stuff? Yep. Um, which I mean, I'm not necessarily yes. opposed to, but like, I don't know. That that that's the part of it that is less interesting to me. Like the part of it that's interesting to me is just like whipping around the city of Spider Man. Yeah, um, I'm, I, the story seems quite intriguing. I kind of like. It sounds good, but doesn't force you down it. Um, it now I've kind of gone far far enough down the story to kind of start unlocking the worlds changing a little bit. Okay, like the open world. Um, that there's like a main villainous group that you're dealing. I won't say too much because I don't want to spoil some of the details and names and whatnot. And uh, they've now turned up as, and it was one of your your random violent acts that's happening, and it was actually them having a gang warfare kind of fight against the police. And I thought that was kind of cool. And that's this is very early on still. We don't, I still we haven't really worked out who they are as the character. Yeah. Um, we're still investigating who they are and where they've come from, and so. That that's pretty cool. That the tying in the the main story with some of these these ad hoc side things that are happening. Um, they're also again there's the main story, which are the the main markers you go to. But there's also been some things that have triggered that didn't seem related, and it's against a um a super like a, a villain, like a proper villain, not just thugs. And it's this, it's this cute little rivalry, and the banter's fantastic. Well, Spider-Man's one-sided banter's hilarious, and this guy is just refusal to <laughs> join in the conversation. Is, is, it makes it that much more funny. But that's now tying in a little bit to the main story, and I thought that was quite... It's, yeah, it's, it's very clever how it seems to be weaving together. and it's in the day, Basically, it starts off a day in the life of Spider-Man. Okay. And that's what it feels like. You're just Spider-Man doing his thing, being late to his job, trying to juggle being Peter Parker and Spider-Man, and then then the real story starts getting dragging him in. Um, and again, I think that's what I like most about it. It's that it is it does feel like a day in the life of Spider-Man more so than anything I've I've seen or watched or or played. Yeah, that sounds. I mean, that, that sounds real good. Like, I'm I'm real tempted. I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, it, it is very video gameish. Like, I don't I don't want to 
take away from that. Like, it, it does have those markers, as I said, the open world stuff that you go collect. Um, but it doesn't feel too taxing, and it's not like littered with the Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed a million objectives on the map. Yeah. Like it's reasonably straightforward, and yeah. Maybe I'll get lucky and see if I can find it at like a red box or something, rent it for the weekend, and just get the get the web slinging around the, the city out of my system. You get the itch scratched. Yeah. Um, I was trying to post some pictures that I've, me and my friend were sharing with each other, um, but I kept being distracted by talking. <laughs> it's all right. Um, and it won't copy in. Saying a drag and drop won't work. Anyway, doesn't matter. There's some pretty cool pictures. Um... And you can do some pretty cool stuff with the camera mode yeah. and the game. Yeah, I'll, I'll end up getting it at some point, I'm sure. But uh, in the meantime, I have a video game that I've been spending a lot of time playing. Uh, you may have heard of it. It's called Destiny 2. Um, and Is it really Destiny 2, though? Or is it just Destiny Continued? And they I mean, it's Destiny Continued. Let's be, let's be very serious. Um <laughs> The, the only reason I, that it's Destiny 2 is because they built Destiny 1 like to work for PS3 and Xbox 360, which was really dumb, but I got it I get it at the time. Uh so they had to move to a uh, new architecture a little bit to uh, to make a Destiny 2, which fine, whatever. Um doesn't matter. Uh Destiny 2 very good. Uh Charles, you've also been playing Destiny 2. Yes, and that's why I made that comment is because I'm sure it looks better and it definitely there are certain elements that are better like the world and how it works is, is better mm-hmm. but it just feels like I'm playing Destiny yeah, man, 1. you don't have to go to orbit to start a new activity? How good is that? Yeah, and <laughs> I, I like that you can there's more seems to be happening you go to worlds to start missions you can just walk to the next one whereas I felt like the other one you had to go to orbit to start a mission whereas you can just walk to it if you're already on the right. planet things like that um yeah mini hubs like in the game you've got those people you go speak to and each each kind of open what was that what are they call what do you call them in destiny and disney one they had a name for them when you just go roaming you just go like free roam the uh, area patrol, patrol yeah. that's it i like that there's like people you can speak to and there's a little like it's like a mini hub yeah almost I, um, I do wish that those people like actually did things other than just stand there and be vendors but you know it is what it is um, because the important why part, the hell's that sniper guy? That sniper guy should be shooting out pot shots. <laughs> I agree. And helping you while you're down there <laughs> fighting. Like I've thought that multiple times. You've got this big ass gun. <laughs> you claim to be the best shot in town. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, it's it's all good. Yeah. No, I'm I'm right there with you. And it's funny that we're having this conversation because these are conversations that I had like a year ago when <laughs> Destiny Two first came out. But first came out. You're just now starting to play it. Uh, so you and you and Odin, Odin have been playing it together, right? I've wanted to pick it up, but just they just haven't dropped the price of Destiny 2, and now I've got it free yeah, with PlayStation it Plus. It's like Plus, so. fantastic. But I am a little salty. I looked at buying all the upgrades to get Forsaken. I need to get the first two, and the package is $130 oh to get all, all three of them. It's, it, it's only it's $60 more than the original here, game. So that's, that's pretty ludicrous. It's, man, I'm just, yeah. And then... Brian, you hanging out a carrot in I'm front sorry. of me got me all excited. <laughs> I tried, man. <laughs> it's yeah, I, listeners, um, just so you know, um, I I had bought the physical collector's edition of Destiny 2 uh, when it got cheap on Amazon a little while ago, and 
I was just going through that box and noticed that there was a code for the expansion pass uh, for the game on PS4. And I knew that Charles was looking for or wanted to pick up the expansion passes. So I was like, oh, I'll just give him this code. And I did, but apparently it doesn't work in New Zealand. So <laughs> I teased well, yeah. him. I assume that's the problem. Yes. Um, it's good. See, I've I, now I feel okay because I've got a Cade 6 figure I got from loot crate okay and i feel always i felt guilty having it because it i didn't feel like i was a big enough fan <laughs> of the series i really like destiny one but it, it, i'm not and I, I find a hard time to stick with games for that as long as they expect you mm-hmm. to um but now i'm back playing it i feel more vindicated having it um, that's right <laughs> and my two destiny t-shirts I've everybody got. knows the shooting i'm, I'm um, about to have a second destiny t-shirt nice <laughs> Oh yeah, you got you got yours from the doing the thing. Yeah, I got my. It hasn't shipped yet, but I will have that one eventually. And I have a, uh, I have just a, a Titan class shirt. Nice. I, yeah, I've I've got the. I've got one for one of the sparrows, like the like the you know the banners they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got one with the three classes, okay. you know, and they're like yellow, red, and blue. I think yeah. it's like. Um, and it's got the the three starting classes, kind of iconic representation sure. of those three classes it's a cool t-shirt actually it's very cool um so did you get to bring your character forward from destiny one is that still a thing yeah i was real surprised i was real surprised i, I turned it on we, we were getting ready odin started making his character already and i turned it on and i'm like dude my guy looks stupid how do i <laughs> <don't> I... <laughs> I think i made him real because that was my second character because i played destiny original with on release um and then i went back to it with rise of iron which i never played mm-hmm. salty point um i paid for rise of iron but then cliff and jeremy went on and played it without yeah. me even though we're supposed to play it together and I, I just never got to it um so i i remade a new character with that when i bought the game again with the first two expansions like in the bundle yeah. for real cheap and it, yeah i i just did the shortcut okay. to level up straight up to whatever level was the max then 30 or 40 whatever mm-hmm. it was um so i had that character and i thought it's really cool touch so it just i didn't even think it would or no but it did so and it brought it did over you, did you ever finish any of the raids or anything no i don't have enough friends um, to do the raids. Yeah, I, I guess the reason i'm asking that is because you probably didn't get to see the super cool thing that that it does uh if you didn't finish any of the raids no. or anything is that it like basically like shows you like a timeline of events that happened in Destiny One for you, uh, and it it did do it, that. It was very short. Okay, so for me it showed like everybody <laughs> that it shows like who you finished the raids with the first time, which was really cool because it was oh, like cool. like it showed me like oh this is who you finished Kingsfall with the first time. And it's like oh man like I don't play video games with any of these guys anymore, and like I really wish I still did. But it was super fun. It was it was cool to see. See all those names, you know? That's sad. That's really sad, Brian. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I moved to PC, and that's part of the problem. Uh, I'm the... Hashtag Master oh, yeah, I'm the coward that left the PS4. <laughs> <laughs> that's where it's at, uh, man. But yeah, so uh, how how far but, have you guys gotten? Well, that's the problem now. We're at level 20, and I didn't even realize that was the uh-huh. max. And they make you buy the expansions to go any right. further, because... I realized that I'd already gone up two levels and I'd still on 20 
And I was like, hold on, what's going on? Oh, so, so it's still like making that experience, Disney... so it'll level you up when you get the expansion? Oh, it I does. I don't know, is that, is that oh, what good. it's doing? I was worried about that. I don't know, because it's this is what it used to do in the vanilla Destiny 1, is that after you got to 20, it would level you up, and then it would, you would, you would like get a, a, a free engram. Yeah, you'd get, oh, that wasn't even a thing when yeah, I first started, wasn't it? Yeah, not when it you're right. Boy. <laughs> you'd, you'd get an engram or a weapon or mm-hmm. something, it would give you... Um, so I think it's doing that. And on that, I would much prefer that there's no like random engrams drops anymore. Yeah. I like that you just pick up and you get the weapon straight yep, away. Yeah, that's, that's really nice. Um, I, I'm i glad that I don't have to make that extra run to the tower to decode engrams. Like every, almost everything yes. that I'm picking up. Like I even picked up an exotic today when I was playing and even it just was automatically decoded. And oh, cool. Great. Yeah, yeah. Because... <laughs> There are engrams in the game that um, that are specific that you have to go back, but they seem different. I really don't understand how yeah, there's, they work. Well, there's the loot box engrams from Tess. Like the, I think they're steadfast now, the steadfast engrams. Yeah, um, like we managed to get two for doing something. I can't remember what yeah, it was. Yeah, and, and that's the, you'll, you'll get but, those now because you're max level for what you own. You'll get steadfast engrams when you, hit, when you level up. Oh, is that? Okay, that's what yeah. you're getting. Maybe that's how we got and that, it. Those just, those we did just one for a like mission from her as well. And, uh, ghosts and sparrows and stuff. Yeah, it shows you what there. And there's some weird program thing that you can do to like help you guarantee gets. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I did it and it uh, decoded something and it didn't give me anything. And I was yeah. So, so basically, like as a, as, as, as a rare drop, um, <laughs> once you've once you've hit max level, you can get something called a prismatic facet, and that is like you, that's you use the prismatic matrix. Uh, and it will give you one of those items that is on the matrix, and it gives them to you in a knockout fashion. So, once you've gotten it, you can't get it again, which is nice. Well, that is nice. But like, I did that that decoding thing, and it didn't give me anything. Is it just make it so? It was weird. I don't understand how it yeah, works. I don't know. It's dumb. Like I and, just and got... all that stuff is just cosmetic. So it's at the end of the day, it's not really that important. Well, it was because I got I got my sparrow. And Odin, because we still haven't unlocked yeah. him yet. Oh, but you got a sparrow point. out. And of... Odin's like, okay. yes, or one of the engrams maybe. Okay. I think it was one of the people that yeah that that I got for doing a quest for her. And Odin didn't get that. He got something else that was dumb. <laughs> he's like, I just got a helmet that I've already got the same st- power for, and it's dumb. I want my sparrow, and he's real mad that I have right. a sparrow, and he doesn't. <laughs> and so now you get to like do circles around him in your sparrow while he runs. We haven't actually played open yet since we've gotten locked okay. those, so I haven't done it, but I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, it's just really fun playing with him, to be honest. Like playing with um, at, with Odin, we just have a lot of fun yeah. just shooting the aliens. Um, yeah, Destiny is definitely best experience with other people. Yeah, I, I, it has lost some of its charm now that we're at max level. Well, twenty at our current max level. It just doesn't feel as worthwhile, but... Um, Man, you gotta get this expansion, though. It's so good. <laughs> I bet oh, it is. Goodness. That's the problem. I'm I'm not actually that interested on the previous two, but I have to get all yeah. three. <laughs> I, I mean, Warmind is good. Uh, Curse of Osiris was mediocre, but Warmind is actually pretty good, so... I would, you know... Yeah. We've, we've still got the main story to finish. I don't know how much longer it goes... Uh, to be honest, if it finishes soon, I'd be surprised how uh, we attack. We we attack um, Earth again. We're attacking the wall. Uh, have you? 
so you you oh you're like you're like in like in the city yeah okay you have like one mission left Really, that's really dumb and short. That feels really pathetic for story. The first one at least felt like you were doing something grand across the universe, whereas I spent five minutes. Yeah, into the yeah. Premise. I actually, yeah. the 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 basic The basic story is not not great. Uh, we'll say, but boy, like it's real. Like it's it's a real tired thing that everybody who likes Destiny has been saying. But boy, did boy is forsaken just the Taken King too. Like. It is so good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I enjoyed um, the previous expansion on Destiny 1. Levels were quite fun. I think it was, that's the Taken yeah, one, the is Taken it? Yeah, King. Yeah, yeah. That, that, they were quite good. I enjoyed them. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised that the story's already ready to finish. Um, I mean, there, there's, yeah. there's, there's post-goal the stuff to, to do. Um, but that is like the end of like the main of the the goal the the Red War storyline or whatever. Okay. Yeah, well, we're near the end then. Um, as, as I say, it's been a ton of fun. Um, and look, yeah, I'm tempted to get more so we can play more together. I man, I I am fucking loving it's... Forsaken, man. Like it is so much fun. Good. I've gotten so many cool new weapons, like, and. It it seems like such a like weird little thing to care about as much as I do, but having random rolls on weapons back is so good. Like, just having the chase of like, there's you know like it's early on, so there's just like chatter in the discords and stuff. It's like, oh, did you get this weapon? Like, it's really good if you get like these rolls or whatever. And so like, then you're like on the lookout for that gun, and when you get that gun you have to check the, the, the perks and see if it has these rolls on it. And like, I got this incredible pulse rifle, uh, that has the perks outlaw and, uh, rampage. I don't know if you know what those do off the top of your head. I, I know outlaw. I can't remember what, is that the, is that quick draw or is it? Uh, no, what's outlaw that one is the, uh, it's quick reload, uh, after you get a precision that's kill. Prison. That's um, it. Yeah, and yeah. rampage, uh, it stacks up to three times and it is bonus damage for each, each enemy you kill in a short amount of time. Uh, cool. so you can, you know, like with, with, with outlawed rampage, like generally guns with rampage reload fairly slowly normally or not with outlaw rather. Um, and so with outlaw and rampage, like I get my rampage up, uh, because of like how powerful this weapon is. And then it gets more powerful with each kill. And then with Outlaw, I can reload it faster, so, like, I can keep that Rampage up, and it is, like, it is just shredding enemies in the, uh, like, in, just in the world. Like, I'm just, everywhere I go, I'm just like, yeah, I'm just gonna pull out this gun and just go to town. It's amazing. Nice. I, I really liked, there's, like, a, I don't know what it's called now. It's my Warrior Sunlight gun. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, like, a handgun that uses, like, solar oh, power. Sunshot? That I got, an exotic. Yep. Yeah, that's it. I should be not remember that. It's a simple <laughs> name. Uh, I, but it's just, I need to upgrade it, or I don't know if it's worth it, but it, for a long time, I kept it right up when I was, you know, light level of like 190 mm-hmm. and stuff. I was still, even 200, I was still using the 150. Oh, yeah. Sun, Sunshot is really good. Uh, which is because you shoot like the little minion guy, and they explode right, bunch of damage and kill the, the big, guy. strong guy. Yeah. Yeah, like you can clear out like you know six six dudes as soon as they walk through the fog, 
um, you know, one headshot on, on the right guy and they take out all six of them. It's great. Yeah, no, Sunshot is Sunshot um, is really good. It's one of the best uh, best exotics, especially early in the game. Um, and then, so I also have, uh, I, I'm sure you've seen me talk here and there about the Whisper of the Worm, uh, which is the new version of the gun, the Black Spindle, uh, slash the Black Hammer, which was uh, an old sniper rifle that's really good. Um, and yep. it's like, you have to go through this like crazy secret mission to get it. Um, and when you do, uh, what, what you can, so have you messed around? Like, have you seen anything about master working weapons yet? No, we haven't really got into, I know you can upgrade stuff, but I don't know anything about it. I don't have most of the materials. I don't even know right. how to get them. <laughs> uh, so master work, normal, like legendary weapons, you can master work just like by like spending resources, but for a lot of the exotics, you have to do like specific quests to masterwork them. Um, and for the whisper, once you masterwork it uh, by doing this this quest, uh, you it gives you it gives you a perk called it's it's a modified version of a perk called box breathing, where if you scope in and don't shoot for a couple seconds, it does bonus damage. And I was using my whisper of the worm oh, at cool. like at like four fifty or something, uh, so not not in not quite end of the campaign levels. Um, against the final boss of the Forsaken uh, campaign. And it was just shredding this boss. Like, it is unreasonably powerful, and it is hilarious. And you have to get it, like, as soon as as soon as soon you can get up to that to that level, because it's amazing. Nice. Yeah, I've got a pretty cool sniper at the moment. I think it's an exotic. I can't remember how I got it. What's, what's it do? It must have been... Um... I don't know it was just good. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did seven thousand damage with one shot. Um, once. Does it? So there are two exotic snipers. Uh, well, there are three, but does it switch elements or does it uh, get like better when you scope in with it and like hover on an enemy for a second? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> so it's it's either Borealis. Or I, I don't. Re- <laughs> It's well, it's early on one, so it can't be that good. Oh um, no! I mean, the exotics are good all the time. Like just because they're low light level, you okay. can always infuse them up. Yeah, fair enough. Um, it it's like a computer. Okay, scope. that's Darcy. Uh, um, and it tells me the it tells you like the yep. hit points of all the when you yep, look at people, Darcy. they glow red. Red. That, I think that thing red. is very or good and was like the. They glow. Dar- Darcy was the de facto like choice of sniper rifle for everyone to use uh, until the whisper came out, and now it's the whisper. But the Darcy okay. is still very good. So um, I actually don't remember how I got it. I don't remember how I got uh, it now. I I don't know. Like I guess like you've been playing this game in the post two point update. Like, what's your exotic drop rate been like? Oh, that's, we've only had okay. the two, and they're not dropping. Okay, so that's that's what I was wondering is because they're both being given Des- to us. Destiny two at launch, just like shit exotics on you. You were just getting them constantly, which was like a good and a bad thing. Um, because yep. it's nice. It's it's feels good to get an exotic, right? So like getting that dopamine squirt multiple times is great. But then there's only so many exotics in the game. So once you have them all, then every time you get an exotic, it's like oh great, like I got another. Got another sunshot. I got another crimson. Whatever. Like I don't care because I already have the one that I use all the time. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's you get the purple crystals though. When you right. break them down. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you don't need those. Those the thing is because I have like over seven hundred of them. 
I don't. I have yeah, like five. Beca- but uh, if you play with any regularity, you'll have over 700 of them. Yeah, I know. Um, we were just kind of getting to the point where we're getting mostly purples. Yeah. Like, um, the the gun, I believe, we got from doing a story quest on... Was it, was it Titan? No, I can't remember which, which, which planet it was, but we both me and Odin got it at the same time um, when we did a quest. And he chose, like, a rifle that shot out blue... Like, a assault rifle that shot blue balls out of the enemies when they died or something. I don't know what they did. <laughs> Just, I keep seeing these balls bouncing around the place. Um... So it was on. It, it was, was on weird. IO probably because that's where you get. That's that's when you got sunshine, right? Who's the weird guy that you talk to? You know, every planet has the weird yeah, person the you talk to. Yeah, the guy that like is constantly shrieking about the taken. And yeah. Stuff. yeah, that's Asher Mir. Yeah, that, yeah, that was so, him. So that's that's where you yeah, got the sunshine, him. and Odin took the graviton lance as the thing he took. Yeah, uh, he broke it down once it wasn't strong <laughs> enough for him. He's like, it's too low. I'm tra- I'm breaking I mean, it down. It- Whereas I've still yeah, got my it's, it's fine now though because you can just pull a new one out of the out of the collections, which is pretty great. Okay, and I think I got my next one from one of those engrams or from the lady, the silver lady. Okay, that you can spend sure. silver with. We she get we had a quest from her to do to complete a challenge, and I think oh, that's where we got she our, gave you like our a powerful special engram or whatever. Yeah, one of those special yeah. ones, and we went back and. I got, I think I got the exotic rifle then. I think. Because Odin didn't get a second exotic, I did. (laughs) Was he very mad? (laughs) Yeah. He's very competitive with me. Uh, (laughs) It's quite funny. Uh, But he got a new spaceship, and his spaceship looks pretty cool. Whereas I'm still with the, I'm I'm still the rust bucket. Oh man, like, I, I don't have to get super deep on this, but man, like, the ship that, the ship that you get for finishing the the whisper hard mode stuff is so cool, and like the implications of the lore are just like, oh man, I just I want I want my theories to be true so bad. <laughs> <laughs> they are I hope true. They are man. Hip cannon, man. Just don't talk to anyone, and they'll, they'll always be <laughs> well, true. Well, the thing is, is that the the theories that I have like they will be answered by the raid that is coming out next week. Oh, okay. Uh, if okay, it's true okay. or not. Well, speaking of lore, the premise that you are the only guardian with lightback is stupid for a multiplayer game. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> that's built around playing with other people. I, I agree, but that's just that's just an MMO problem. <laughs> like that's always been the thing in, in MMOs, is that. It didn't seem as bad with Destiny One though. It seemed to kind of make sense because we were all right. guardians That's with the light. That, but then they wanted to do like the epic, like taking back your light from the bad guy that stole it from you thing, and like, you know, when I, do you want me to spoil the end of Destiny 2's Red War campaign? Like, mm, I don't know. Of course, I think I'm actually. Thinking of theories okay, of what's going to happen. I won't say you can say your theories um, if you want. And I so won't, maybe I won't maybe confirm or deny them. Well, see, what I want to happen is I want is it Gaul? Yeah, what's the name? The I want to I want to be a guardian. I want a cabal guardian okay. and him join your side. That'll be sweet. Okay. Because he seems really he wants the light and he doesn't want to destroy the light. He doesn't want to take it by force. And I really like that in, a, I mean, in his villain. This character. He doesn't want to take it by force, but he took it from force from you by force from you. So, well, yes, but he doesn't want to. 
he doesn't want to just like suck the power out to, to use it as a battery. He wants to actually gain the power of it. And I really like that. That's that's a I don't thing. I don't know that I agree with this, but <laughs> It would be cool if he was a guardian. Like well, what I'm what... saying is I don't know that I yeah. agree with that he doesn't want to suck the power out of like a battery. Like the the fucking well, the ship fair enough, the fair Almighty enough. or whatever that he like straps onto the traveler like a fucking BDSM mask. <laughs> The yeah, giant strap the giant on, yep. strap on BDSM mask, um, fucking gross. Uh, yeah, that's questionable. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know about Gary. Well, I get it, but yeah, well, I get what you're saying, but it, it does make it clear like they could have just crushed the traveler and got done what they needed to yeah. and left. But if they, if um, he just crushed, I think he that... probably knew that if he just crushed the traveler, that like he definitely wouldn't get the light. You know. Yeah, because we've just seen the cutscene where he he argues with his commander yeah. and kills him. Um, and because the commander just wants just just crush it to be done with it, and he's like, "Well, no, I want it to accept me and give right. me its power." And that's that's what I mean. There's a difference between and he's breaking trend of cabal is just to dominate and yeah. destroy, and he's bucking that trend a little bit by, you, yeah. And I think you, that's you should see if you can get some some squad together to to do the raid. Um, at some point, the the do you need six people yeah, still? for sure. You could maybe you could maybe do it with like four. We'll see. Maybe yeah. Seems we've got it yeah. for free. Um, we've got um one of our Twitter friends. Um, he's getting back into Destiny. He jumped on. Yeah, so I saw uh, Cam- Cameron Swarbrick has also been playing it. I don't know if that's who you're talking about. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, well... Uh, no, I don't know about him, but yeah. And he's in Australia, so yeah, it might be a bit easier might, might to, to hit call him up, with him. Hit him up, see if he wants to play sometime. Yeah. But yeah, man, like... Oh, yeah. Maybe. I, I really love this game, like... And I know that I just say that all the time about Destiny, but boy, like... The... The stuff that happens in the Forsaken story is so fucking cool. Like, some of the coolest things that I've done in Destiny, just in the Forsaken story mode. Like, not even, not even counting like when I get into the end game stuff. Cool. I guess you, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't want to spoil too much about it. It's like, still very fresh. We, we can have that conversation. Maybe we'll maybe we'll have our boy Quazy back on at some point, and he and I can have that conversation about Forsaken story spoilers and stuff. But we we will clearly yeah, denote that once things have settled down. Yeah, I guess my problem is is I it's well documented on this podcast. I I can't do yeah. grind, and once a game, even Destiny, there's grind right from the beginning. Like you're you're constantly just right. switching out stuff, and every game has it to an extent. But once it triggers in my brain and it, the switch is flicked that this is just grinding for some digital thing i just can't yeah. do it any longer um and that's that's as i say i really like destiny one but i i'm not a, i guess i wouldn't class as a fan of it because i burnt out and i left it and i'm really enjoying destiny 2 and it's been a great week of playing with odin when we've had time and we've burnt through it very quickly um, because I guess there's two of us, it makes it a little bit easier. Uh, yeah, I I don't think I'll be able to spend forever. Yeah, in no, it like and you I, do. I certainly don't blame you for that. I'm uh, 
like I the, the the thing is is that I'm mostly with you. Like I generally don't get super into the grind except for like there are just certain games that really get me. Like I can't just like play any game and, yeah, and- grind, but like Destiny or Monster Hunter Destiny, or you can. like Dark Souls, like I can get into the grind in that game. Like it's it's like I just like it's it like I kind of fall into it and it's like almost like I'm in a fugue state where it's just I just zone out and fucking run around and shoot aliens for a couple hours and it just it is so satisfying like the gunplay in in this in these games are so satisfying that just like it just it doesn't matter yep. like what kind of alien I'm shooting it just feels good to shoot an alien <laughs> yeah and I love how like unique all the yeah. weapons like how they all feel Agreed. different like even in the same class like you can have guns that feel totally different <sighs> You mentioned pulse earlier. I hate pulse and I hate scout rifles. <laughs> well, yeah. What's what's your general loadout? Them. Like you rolling like auto rifles or what? I'm pretty flexible because it's I'm limited yeah. early on the well, game. If you, if you had your like, drivers, what would, through... you, what would your ideal loadout be? Um, I prefer okay. assault rifle. I just um and hang. I do like okay. a good hand cannon. And see, you haven't gotten the bow yet. Um, so there are bows in Forsaken. Actual, oh, actual real, real bows. bows or bows for the, my power actual up. Real bows. Okay, I'm down with that. I like <laughs> me some bow. Is it- um, I, I've just I've just unlocked the bow. The, um, the hunter. The third. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, I because Odin had like because he kept playing yeah. without me, and so he was a few levels higher than me. And he was just always strong. And then like, come on, Odin. And so like he'd go to bed. I'm like, Odin, <laughs> go to bed. Playing. And then I'd keep playing and call back up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's, I was like, Odin. Next day, I'm like, Odin, I got a surprise for you. And he's like, what? And I logged in. I'm like, look, I'm the same difference. He's like, that's not a surprise. <laughs> that's dad privilege right there. Uh, and I was, uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> but he, he, he had found the third, like he had the relic and it had like the rise of iron, um, power up for the, yeah. the Titan, the, like the hammer one. And he, his name's Odin. Oh, so yeah. He's so down. He's, he's fully, fully down for getting right? himself a Thor hammer. <laughs> yeah. And he was leveling it up. I'm like, dude, Tell me how you got that. And he's like, I don't know. I'm not telling. And he just would keep playing coy. And I was like, man, you stop playing by yourself. And then I, I found it randomly yeah, in a yeah. chest, like just, my one. Just it's, just a random, um, it's just random. It's just random. And so, so I got have you, you haven't seen anything about the new, like the new supers in, uh, in Forsaken, right? Oh, no, uh, nothing. So nothing. Odin likes his hammers. Uh, the new hammer super in forsaken like the new the hammer subclass um instead of throwing like your super being like throwing hammers you summon like a two-handed maul and you run around and just smash things with it and not only that oh, nice. but like it changes your melee so your melee is a thrown hammer and when you throw the hammer if you run over run over it and pick it back up it recharges your melee it's amazing oh cool so it's just your standard melee it's, it's power a throwing hammer. that yeah. usually recharges yeah, cool. So is that a fourth one that replaces it's it, a, or is so that it's a third one? So just every upgrades this no, one. So that's that's the that's the third solar subclass. Like each each subclass got or each uh, each subclass got a a third spec, basically, right? So like the solar subclass. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, because you got the two options. options. With Forsaken, yep. it got a third option, and the same is true for Arc and. Oh, uh, okay, I see what you're saying. Uh, so what what uh what okay, cool. uh element type do you like to play with your hunter? Well, see, you start to the the spear is pretty cool. Yeah, I don't. Was that how uh, it, no, was it was in the first it was, game? It was knives in the first game. The 
it's a staff that's what i thought because it felt new and different and then i unlocked my gun and i'm like that's right i'm a golden boy i like my golden Uh, gun so again you haven't seen the new subclasses the new void uh spec for i've got the so you got i've got the the bow i've got the bow now and i do like my bow uh just because it's a new one for from forsaken the new void one for forsaken uh you summon like two katanas and you go invisible and you run around and oh. as, as like a basically a void ninja and kill people that way <laughs> oh, damn it. i want to be a void ninja i know I me some I ninjas so what i'm saying is that y'all got to get forsaken so that odin can play as the truest <laughs> hammer boy and you can play as the ninja dang it um yeah he likes yeah he likes his store oh, yeah. hammer very much um it's cool it, it, it this is how we play our games like we're playing more and more co-op games because now we've got the two consoles and odin is the strength he's the tank our dark souls co-op playthrough that we're doing he's the heavy on sure. the on the nimble and i i try to think maybe i should be a warlock i'm like no nah, i don't want to be a fancy <laughs> wizard boy <laughs> and i'm like no nah, i don't really want to stand behind a shield i want to stab a dude and so yeah i end up going back to yeah the hunter i just can't not be the hunter i mean tight though i'm not the void the void melee um i'm not a huge fan of the smoke grenade it's kind of cool you can go invisible it's a good um support technique but i just love throwing from the (laughs) sunshot one that that, that knife throwing just sticking a knife in that dude's face is really good (laughs) um i think zur is selling uh the ophidius base this week um so this is only really relevant to you because you're hearing this right now it probably won't be relevant by the time this podcast comes out um but you <laughs> charles turner should go pick up the ophidians ophidia yes, space from me. zur if you like throwing knives because that gives you an extra an extra knife i don't like, even know what that so means you, any of that except so when you throw the knife right like it's, that's your melee charge oh yeah yeah i you get can, that but i don't know who the rest of that conversation was Oh, Zur is like the the secret like vendor that sells exotics every week. Um, I think he's he? on the tower this week, <laughs> uh, like behind the dead orbit guy in the hangar. If you just if you okay. just Google like where is Zur this week, like uh, on Friday, like it'll pop up every time. So uh, okay. yeah, I think he has the Aphidius Faith. It's it'll cost you like twenty seven legendary shards or something, which just break down a bunch of purples until you get those shards you'll get more oh okay yeah i've got a bunch of them now because i have i'm starting to get more of the pebbles yeah. that i don't need but yeah cool yeah man i might have to go look too. it's a good video game and i'm glad that i'm, gl- I'm glad that people it is. are it's, excited it's, about it again it's very good i don't i still just dislike that they have paid yeah crap in the game uh, the, the nice thing is that now especially it is, it is literally all cosmetic like before there was an argument that like some of it, it wasn't cosmetic better. because you could get the weapon mods out of it. Uh, but now you, now you don't get those stuff yep. out of that stuff out of the, the loot boxes. So. Okay. So collecting silver is only just for yes. cosmetic stuff. Yep. You're not going to get anything else. Yep, you're not going to get silver. You can uh, you get, silver get silver in game, in game but or you is get it just dust because like oh, okay. you're, when you break okay, down, yep. Uh, stuff that you get from steadfast engrams that breaks down into bright dust and bright dust is the end game currency that you can use to buy things from the eververse mm-hmm. cool yeah but yeah we'll uh 
we'll definitely talk more about Forsaken in the future um, when both I have had more time to digest it. I've had time to play the raid, which comes out next Friday, and I'm very excited. Uh, And when we have hopefully one uh, one more person on here that has finished the Forsaken story so that we can talk about uh, specifics a little bit more. Cool. Um, for, uh, no, the game that that it. You got anything else? You nerd. <laughs> um, it was New Zealand Father's Day okay. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> last week. I tweeted about it, and then I realized that Piron probably thinks I'm crazy because it ain't Father's Day around the world. It's just here, and I think Australia. <laughs> yeah, no, Father's Day in America um, is like in June or something. I think we share the same Mother's yep, Day from like memory, early May. but is that him? Yep. Yes, yep, second week is, of May. So that is correct. Um, so I got, I just straight up and told my wife what the kids need to get me this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, I usually don't get much from them, but I thought I really could do with the Harry Potter card deck building okay. game. Because um, I want to just play it with the kids, and so it's a good Father's Day present because yeah, it's time sure. with the family. Um, I do not. Do you know about the game? It's it's called Hogwarts Battle, I think. Oh, okay. A deck building yeah. game. I've I've seen this game, but I haven't actually played it. So, okay. It's it's pretty good. Um, it's it's split into seven games within the game in the game. The, yeah. the box to to mimic sure, the seven sure. years of school. Um, it is very simple. I would like a little bit more of the the story of Harry Potter to come out in it, and it may do as you go through. Um, we've only played the first game a couple of times. To- we've just played a couple of times to kind of get the hang of it before we move on, because the difficulty increases as you as you move through yeah. the the story. Uh, it, but it's very good. Like it's it's it seems well thought out. It it plays well. Um, I I prefer tend to prefer cooperative games. I don't. If they're competitive, I don't like them to be vindictive competitive <laughs> games. I don't think we'd have very much fun playing I, yeah, board games pl- together. Well, I can play them, and I don't mind them. But if it's just too vindictive, I can I, I tend to just play on the on yeah. the nicer side. See, like my favorite board games are like the like the social engineering and like deception games. Um, oh, deception's not too bad. Um, like uh, name one. What, sure like, what, what are we talking? No, I have uh, heard of it, but I don't know much New about Salem? it. New Salem. Okay. Same well, anyway, it's it, like yeah. it's or or even something like like One Night Ultimate Werewolf or uh, Mafia or whatever you know, like any of those games like that, like yep. where you are given yep. a role or given a reason to lie and have to be have to, have to figure out when is when it is correct to lie and when it's not. That's uh, that's 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 my kind yep. of thing. Yeah, yeah. It- there's a card game. What's it called? It's um, it's very small. It's just a card game you play, and you have like ambassadors and stuff, and it's Is all it like coup? political. And yeah, you've got. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, it's it kind of looks like it's kind of yeah, a little, little cyberpunk looking kind of the characters. Yep, that's the coup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, th- that that game was very similar. Yeah, to, it was fun uh, and enjoyed it like, enough. Those are basically the same game with different themes. So yeah. Um, but I just yeah. I'm like, why, why would I say you're lying? <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Which means that I get away with lying um, all the time. I love playing those games with people like you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're punished. Um, but yeah, I, a good cooperative game yeah, is, is, sure. is fun. I like it. Um, 
and and that's what it is it's all about working together and it's, it's very limited in how much thinking strategy you have to put into it in the first game but it seems like it'll get more in depth like i opened up game one was very fat the box and i figured that's because it's got the, the the grunt like the right. meat of the, everything and then going for you just add it and then the xbox is just a few cards and so the box is very small um but then i there was game four was very fat so I was like, oh, maybe you reset the deck and this is when you stop using the deck one. And I opened up to look and no, there's only a few cards, oh, okay. but there's dice. Okay. And and so that they, that it's cool that they add elements in. And I think that's um, kind of a nice idea to kind of build on the base core game, but make it harder and then add elements in. So then it becomes harder, but also more interesting as you go through. And at any point you can then just go if you get say a new group of friends that haven't played it, you can revert back to like yeah. an earlier stage to make it easier for, for newcomers. Um yeah, it it's it's quite clever. You're basically just fighting villains um that are from the games uh from the sorry, the Yeah, from the, the books. story, yeah. the books and the movies. Um so the first game is obviously it's um uh you got um Malfoy, uh, Crab and Goyle, and Quirrell, it, yeah, Quirrell, the, the the dude with Voldemort, the guy yeah. the turban, with the Voldemort, Voldemort on his head. head. Yep, yep, yep. Um, the other the other three villains. Um, again, the first game you're only fighting one at a time. Later on in the campaign, you're going to be fighting up to three okay. villains at a time. Um, they all have abilities to make do damage. Um to you and yeah and you're just you do you start with 10 cards you are purchasing cards to gain better cards into your deck and so you're constantly reshuffling through your deck um each uh, yes yeah, so you get five cards per round and you're trying to make your deck better but still it's down to chance so you may have some really powerful cards but you may get a hand one round that's just very basic and starter that you can't do much with um so yeah it's it's good. Some good strategy in there, but also some fun. It says like an eleven plus, but both my six year old and sure. eight year old have been fine playing it. Uh, a little help with the six year old, but she um yeah, she still gets again, everything I've played where she's been involved, she seems seems to be right. the heavy hitter. I I talked about this on Wasteland, I made it my family into the Wasteland character, yeah. like a squad. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter was like the one who murdered everybody like she was able to kill everything uh, and in this she seems the one that doing all the damage she does all the out damage output vicious little girl she is but yeah that that's me i just yeah it's a fun game it's not quite video game but it's in the realm of what we talk about Yeah, but i mean i like board games so maybe we should talk about board games more often yeah yeah i'm happy to i'm trying to get into some more board games i've uh, been as i've uh, talked about king domino and queen domino and uh, i'm staying to look at a few more i'm interested in actually i'm having uh my brother's got is it kingdom oh, yeah. death that yeah. ridiculously oversized box he's got that and I've, i'm planning when he gets back from his trip overseas we're planning to have a board game night playing kingdom death speaking of speaking of cameron Swarbrick, um, and he's also that is the game that yeah he's, he's got that up. and so does dave yeah yeah dave's got it as well sentinel plus um my brother's very good at painting them as well he's got some pretty good nice painted miniatures already um and he's also got a really cool one japanese mythology with yorkai and stuff um uh land of the rising sun i think it's called or maybe i'm just being yeah it's but it's 
got yokai and you're manipulating armies to to gain control of of japan i got my um yeah so i have a board yeah, game night to talk about soon i got my um dark root garden expansion from the dark souls board game uh Ooh, nice. in the mail recently and like it's you know it's cool to have like those miniatures or whatever but boy do i just not care about that game anymore <laughs> i was gonna say nope. like are you interested in playing no or is just the figures like after that's a it, shame you know after me and jeremy tried to play it that one time it was just man like that was that was the only time that i was bored when i was at his house like it was when we were trying to play that game like how messed <laughs> up is that yeah that's sad and it really seems like they had it they seem like they had it right but then they did so well with the funding that they they i think they tried too hard is yeah. what, what the impression I get from an outside person who hasn't played it or, or actually got touched it. That's the impression I get. They tried making it and appealing to too too much of the board game right. industry, whereas really it was appealing right. to yeah. Souls like fans. No, no board game guy is just going to pick it up on like, oh, Dark Souls board game. Like, okay. Like, it was all just Souls dorks that were picking it up. Yes. Um, I don't know. Yep. So what a shame. Because from what I first saw out the first video, the mechanics that they had seemed great, but from what I understand, they nope, aren't in the game bad. anymore. They somehow... You were talking about how you don't like to grind. How how did they fit grinding into a board game? Like, you tell me. Because you were, you were supposed to well, grind Dark Souls. in that board game. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like that's yeah. that's like a thing I don't <laughs> I do in Dark Souls. Like I specifically do not grind in Dark Souls now. Like I've been playing that game for long enough. Well, and well, and because you mentioned Dark Souls is the game that you can grind in, is I've never felt that yeah. Dark Souls well, required when grinding. When I, when I said grinding honest. in Dark Souls, I really meant just like zoning out in the PvP. Yeah, I knew what you meant because we have this communication ability with Dark Souls. We can right. Just- Yep, not, exactly. We know what each other say. Yeah, it's really just like I can just sit there and do the PvP, and it's like it's the same thing over and over, but slightly different because everybody plays a little bit differently. Yeah, well, that's that's what's funny about with Dark, this Dark Souls board game is that I'm still tempted by it yeah. because I want because those the figures. Figures are very cool and like nice, and like I'm sure very if well I done. was good at painting, I could paint them and like just have some cool f- figures for my bookshelf. But uh, they'll probably just sit in the box for a while. Maybe, maybe, yeah, next yeah, to Persona. Like next to Persona. Um, <laughs> and my 17 3DSs. Uh, but that... <laughs> I hope you've been hyperbolic uh, now. <laughs> I think I am. <laughs> Good. But that, that's the weird thing with this Dark Souls board game is that it's kind of reached this mainstream popularity, non-popularity that it's at the local yeah. bookstore. Like, my local bookstore has a copy of Dark Souls. I'm like, Huh. It doesn't seem to fit with the whole niche Dark Souls <laughs> right. thing that I, I mean, grew up on. I mean, that's the thing, is that, like, Dark Souls is, like, mainstream now. Like, Dark Souls 3 was a mainstream video game, you know? Yeah, it still just doesn't fit it, yeah, with my brain right. canon. There... Don't get me wrong, it means that I can, if I do choose to buy it, I, I can. So that's good, but... Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I think I think, I think we're, we're done, done Ryan. I think we're done. Uh, I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> we'll just sit here and rant about the Dark Souls board game all day if no one stops us. So let's let's stop no, us. No one will. Um, Sam's not here. 
so yeah this is uh this has been yet another episode of dark insight uh you can find charles on the internet at vadervanoden.com or is it net yeah that that does okay. work it's okay. both but that's not common <laughs> i can never remember which it is uh you can find you can find all of this stuff there uh, you can find me on twitter at wade brian r and you can find the podcast on twitter at dark insight pod or you can go to the website darkinsight.net and all the episodes are there as well as Articles that no one has written for over a year, but I'm still going to talk about them every single time I host, apparently. Um, <laughs> and you can uh, you can get in contact with us there. You can yell at us about our bad opinions about video games. Um, but I tell you now, if you come to me and try to tell me that Destiny is a bad video game, you will be getting blocked. Just so you know. <laughs> and uh, that's it, I guess. So... See you, Space Cowboy. <laughs> nice. Bye. The government totally sucks, you motherfucker. The government totally sucks. Ben Franklin was a rebel indeed. He liked to get naked while he smoked on the weed. He was a genius, but if he was here today, the government would fuck him up his righteous day. Government uh-huh. They're fucking up the environment They're taking all the fucking beautiful animals Yeah And making them fucking extinct oh, no. The government totally sucks you motherfucker The government totally sucks The government totally sucks Cause the land of love and freedom Is just a baby's breath away And if we hold hands together, we can bring back the USA, the USA. You guys changed people's lives tonight. I know, it was so awesome. Yeah, it was awesome compared to bullshit.